With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, guys? Tambo here with your week five core report. Coming off a huge week four where our guy Hoop shipped for a million dollars, week five was yet another busy one with our experts and members shipping left and right. Last Monday, RPS was all over the leaderboard, chopping the big Monday Night Football DraftKings Showdown Contest. AP, Hoop, Statlers, Adam GQ6, and BX Boom all shipped the first place prize for $5,900 each. Humacom also hit that night, chopping first in several contests for $8,700. Later on in the week, Uncle T continued his heater, shipping for $11K in MLB. JT Hayes also hit for $20K in MLB. But our biggest hits came on the Sunday Week 5 main slate, where Big T continued his heater, hitting on his FanDuel core. Tony's core featured Josh Allen, Jeff Wilson, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Khalil Shakir, and Pat Fryermuth. By taking the discount with Shakir and going cheap at running back, Tony was able to round out his lineup, adding Gabe Davis for the double stack, as well as Raheem Mostert and the Patriots D, shipping Big T over 128,000 for the weekend. The Tone Dog was not alone, as our members rode that core to some big hits as well. C Tangretti turned $21 into $1,800. DFS Dad hit for $8,800. Drew CA won $7,500. Jamie Walsh hit big for $20K. J Dub 115 joined in with a $21,000 hit, and Kevin Barnhill shipped over $90,000. To top it off, our guy Swint parlayed a $333 ticket given away by Hoop on our live Sunday NFL show into $3,500. And the winning didn't stop there. Hey Fallick joined our free live Sunday Night Football Showdown show to lay out his strategy for the Bengals-Ravens game. It is kicker season. We got the two best kickers in the league. Thank you. Let's go, Kevin. Get your three field goals from McPherson. Get your two field goals from Tucker. Vice versa. Take your 10 points and go home. Again, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube page, get it done now. It's easy to do and can actually help you learn how to win. Kay Fallick also called a shot in our premium Discord and used his member-provided game plan to ship $68,000. Our NFL content has been on fire all season, especially our showdown stuff. I myself used my main core for my attack plan on Monday Night Football to cap off a week of winning at RPS with a King of the Beach ticket. Sign up for a Rumpier Sports membership today and get in on the fun. You have nothing to lose by trying us out. Remember, you're not winning with us, you're watching us win. Until next time, let's keep running pure.
What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Rum Pier Sports Week 7. First look, and time's flying. It's crazy. We're already at, at Week 7. Uh, week 6 finished last week with, or last night with another shitty football game. Uh, but it was good for the Rum Pier community because our guy JSU took down over $50,000 in that showdown contest with the uh, double kicker, which you absolutely love to see. It's happened a few times. People keep shitting on that uh, sort of build, but uh, it's gotten the job done. Um, overall, not uh, not a great week for for myself. I mean, just loaded up on the Seattle, Arizona, and then the Bills, Chiefs, and those guys' games kind of disappointed. Um, so, um, yeah, we're, we're uh, on to week seven, though. Uh, I'm joined by my two guys, Mangone. Title, I'll throw it to you, uh, Mangone. I know you spent some, some uh, time over at the Niehaus house, which typically works out well uh for for fantasy contests you know if you spend some time with uh the big t family I've had some some good shippers over there so how was your week and uh any takeaways from week uh six yeah had had a good week uh no complaints uh we played a lot of a lot of college football a lot of uh a lot of mlb uh showdown stuff so uh we watched the entire uh astros mariners game that was brutal it didn't leave the tv once uh surprisingly so uh, yeah, overall it was a good weekend. Uh, did good in DFS too, so no complaints. And uh, but I'm happy to be back. I've been like uh, in Jersey since like uh, it's been like three weeks or so. So I'm happy to be back here in Colorado. Uh, got got the got the monitors back. Got NBA here. I mean, it's it's the perfect time of year. We got showdown for MLB, which we all love playing. NFL showdown's been on fire. So uh, absolutely loving it right now. Uh, excited to break it all down. And if you're not a member right now, I mean, what are you doing? Like, this is the perfect time. Like some people say that, like, oh, you know, this is the best time of year. This is the best time. I feel like this could be the one. Like this time of year. Oh yeah. It's kind of like. The craziest, but one of the best times to watch sports right now and basically be a member because you have literally every sport going on. I mean, you have MLB, NHL, NBA, NFL. You got all the major sports going on at once. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our one of our, I guess, sales pitches, I don't even know if it's a sale pitch. It's kind of like common sense at this point. Like when a new sport starts, the other sites are going to ask you for more money. I kind of looked around just to see what people were charging for their NBA product alone. And you're talking anywhere from $350 to like 500 bucks just for NBA content, which, you know, we always say here at Run Pure Sports, all sports, one price. Yes, there's going to be a shit ton more work for our coordinators now that NBA is starting up. We have NBA going, we have NFL going, M uh, MLB playoffs, PGA contests, showdown contests for all those sports. So for us, it's going to be a, a ton more work but you don't pay any extra, just one price for absolutely everything. So like, like you said, man, going like right now is the perfect time. If you've been waiting on the sidelines uh, to become a member, you've missed out on a, a ton of success, obviously along the way, but right now is the time to get in title. Um, any thoughts here on, on week six or, uh, you know, anything that you're looking forward to here um, with NBA starting? Oh, first I'll give a shout out. You shout out JSU. Definitely shout out to him. But another guy, uh, Mac Mad Attack. He's always in Discord. He's in the MMA chat a lot, which is why I see the face of sweating out Tuesday night contender. Just a really good dude. He's been in Discord for a while. I think he had two lineups uh, that hit the nuts. I think he said like thirty eight bucks. I saw to ninety six thousand or something. Absolutely crazy. So shout out to you as well. I saw multiple members hit really big in showdown yesterday. Awesome stuff. As far as week six. Man, I was looking good for literally, I think, every part of the slate until the last like 10 minutes or something. I find found a way to fall, fall out of cash on both sites. That was hurtful. Tournaments picked me up a little bit. I took second. 
uh, in, in the $400 missed first by 0.2 almost mm. got there. So that I got some back there, but it still was an L with cash games. It was a very interesting week, but pricing looks a little better this week. No Josh Allen on the slate, no Jalen Hurts, So we shouldn't see mega, mega chalk everywhere. NBA's back. How are you not excited? UFC 280 yeah. week. We're going live on Friday, 12 PM or 12 uh, noon Eastern DC and I breaking down that slate. I mean, what, what a week to be a sports fan. Love this time of year. It's a lot of work, but a lot of money to be made. So excited to dive in and uh, look ahead yeah. at football before we dive in the NBA. Yeah, your, your tweet was spot on. I mean, somewhat disappointing Virtual. contests. I mean, this is going to be probably, I mean, since I've been following MMA for, I don't know, what, what are we at title? Maybe like two and a half two, years that I've yeah, been kind of on this. This is like by far the best card that I've ever probably seen. Ever. Probably ever. ever. I mean, it, it is crazy how good it is. And, you know, the fact that they got college football going in, in NFL this weekend, they just kind of, you know, laid out a, a softy in, in terms of contest. They could have gone big with this. I week. told I my host I'm, literally two months ago, like, and I've yeah. been bothering them. I'm like, take this to the meetings. I'm like, Millie Maker, I know you guys won't do it, but you could fill it this if you run it. satellites. Yeah. 500K minimum. And they literally rolled out like the same contest they rolled out last yeah. week. For an 11 fight card at the apex. I mean, it's they could have gone massive with this one. I mean, it, it, it is to be to be fair. MMA had overlay last week. Like, I know the card's different, but well, like, overlaid a little, me... but they still had the same amount of people in the contest for the main 15. They they raised it to 25, but 28,000. I, is I don't, be... you're, you're working on the million major would have overlaid like crazy. There's just too much money, like because they know how much money's in like the accounts and they, they do the math. That there's too much money that gets put into all the other contests. Like you have MLB going on, right? Like you just have too many people other aren't sports. playing MLB on Saturday over MMA. And people are football. still, no, people are still playing it and it's all going to add up. There's all the different sports. MMA would not, a million maker would not fill. You'd have to run it. On a satellite. Yeah. Well, it just it it sucks that they, they won't even try these secondary sports like when the main ones are going. Like if this was outside of NFL, they might have given it a shot. I, I oh, think. they like definitely would have given it yeah, a shot. This card outside of NFL season, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's it's unfortunate. It's not like the money's rolling over two days or something, you know. It's done by it's gonna be done by what probably four Eastern times, yes. you know, it'll so be, it, it'll be finished. That early, early start hurt a little too, but man, it, they could have yeah. went bigger for sure. But regardless, big slate, we'll have uh, tons of content, obviously, to, to have you covered. And mo most importantly, get in that Discord, man. Get in the Discord. You can ask questions, all our coordinators, every sport, not only our coordinators, we have some like some of the smart, smartest like members out there for sure. I mean, these guys are, are grinding 24-7. You can talk to someone in our Discord chat. Uh, about any sport, any bets. I mean, it's just uh, an amazing community. And, uh, you know, I find myself, you know, absorbing some of the knowledge that's dropped in, in these chats. So it's, uh, it's definitely a, a perk of being a member at Run Pier. All right, let's get into the uh, first uh, first look here. Um, as you mentioned, kind of title, some, some of the bigger fantasy options off this slate. Uh, Buffalo's gone. Uh, they're on by, so no Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Rams, I mean, their team has been somewhat of a d disaster offensively, but they're off the slate, so no Cooper Cup, no uh, Minnesota, so no Justin Jefferson, uh, Delvin Cook, and then the Eagles as well. So, I mean, some of the bigger fantasy teams off this slate, which definitely changes uh, the dynamic here um, for fantasy purposes. Uh, just looking at some of the totals, nothing super high. Um, we have Detroit, Dallas, 48, Bengals, Falcons, 47 and a half. Um, and then the big one is Seattle and the Chargers, 51. 
Chiefs, 49ers, 48 and a half. So not any, not too many like major, major, massive um, totals that we're going to be looking to target here. But we do have some some good teams going against bad offenses. So I think that's the spot where we will kind of start. Um, quarterback, the conversation has been pretty similar for the last few weeks, I'd say. Like Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, just way too cheap. Both those guys off the slate. Um, so it makes it very interesting. I think it opens up a lot of different builds, a lot of different paths. Um, I'll go to you first, Van. Go and talk to me about uh, your team here on DraftKings at the quarterback position. Yep, uh, quarterback. It, it's definitely interesting this week. You got uh, Lamar Jackson in a spot against the Browns, where we know the Browns—they're bad run defense. Like this is kind of that time of year where, like, I don't know, the data starts getting large enough where we know we can kind of attack some spots. And I, I think attacking the Browns with Lamar and his legs not a bad idea. Um, could create a nice floor stealing combination for you, but you got to spend eight K on it and. It's a week where I don't know how much you need to go up to this top end quarterback range. Like it's Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's interesting, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem like smash spots to me. Like Mahomes, 7-8. I like him. Not someone I'm dying to get to, but I think he's a good play. Uh, Justin Herbert, 7.2K against Seattle. That's kind of interesting because we know how bad Seattle is. Like, Seattle's not good. Uh, and Kyler Murray, I mean, he, he's not good enough to get the job done against Seattle. I, I think Justin Herbert is, but, man, Justin Herbert, the frustrating thing about him is, like, dude last night would not throw the ball downfield. It was, like, check down after check down. It was very, very odd. But, overall, I do think that Justin Herbert, 7-2, is also in play. The other guy I want to talk about up top is Joe Burrow here at 6-9. I mean, against this Atlanta defense, not that scared of it. Uh, I think Atlanta is good enough to move the ball as well. I think Joe Burrow at 6-9 kind of could be in the cash game consideration this week for sure. So I think those four guys are like where I'm starting um, from there. Probably going to skip Dak Prescott, you know, first game back. Don't know if I want to deal with it. It is in a dome. Maybe as the week goes on, if the health is okay, maybe I'll jump on it if he's the starter for sure over Cooper Rush. I assume he's going to be. Um, can't really get behind Brady. Uh, the interesting price tag is Aaron Rodgers against Washington. I mean, 6K is really cheap for Aaron Rodgers. Um, but the problem with it is, yes, the commanders are not a good defense, and he could probably attack them. But do I, do I want to go there, or do I want to find ways to get to cheaper price tag? Something to think about. Like Derek Carr, 5'9". Feels like he could be safer against Houston. Uh, Trevor Lawrence against the Giants, 5'7". It's interesting, um, but it's tough at the quarterback position this week. Uh, Marcus Mariota, 5-5. Like, with his rushing floor and against Cincinnati, I don't know. That's kind of interesting. The problem is, do you want to play him, or do you want to, like, jam in some of these other, uh, you know, flex options to use him, or do you want to go up at quarterback? That's going to be one of the conversation points that we definitely have this week. Um, I don't think there's too many other guys below in this range that we really want to go to, but – um, yeah, I do think more, more we talk about it, like, yeah, the top isn't great, but 
man, you might have to go up top. It just might be one of those weeks where there's just not a lot to like in like the 6K, like below 6K range where you kind of just get forced up to go burrow and above on a lot of your teams uh, overall for cash games and in tournaments. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of my, my overall takeaway that I'm seeing here. Like, yes, it's not a slate too, where there's a lot of big boys to go up to it. Like receiver. I remember uh, looking at earlier in the week. So probably is going to be a better week to go up at quarterback just because I don't think you're going to need to spend salary as much at your receiver position. Yeah, it's a wide open position as I see. I mean, nothing really stands out from a, a pricing perspective. Um, you know, Justin Herbert just has not looked good. He got a lot of ball, like you said, hesitant to go downfield and got a lot of balls tipped at the line of scrimmage too uh, last night. So a lot of concern there, but sounds like he has the chance to maybe get back Keenan Allen, which I, I think would, would help him out a ton this week. And then he gets this really good matchup against Seattle. So um, definitely an interesting name and, and situation to monitor title uh anything kind of differ over on uh FanDuel this week man yeah uh not really I think quarterback's a tough position it's not going to be what I fill in first the past couple weeks like you said I mean I think I've played Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts every single week on FanDuel so far this year we just don't have that luxury and Lamar Jackson like the three quarterbacks to talk about Allen Hurts and Lamar Lamar is on the slate 8.8k is pretty expensive against Cleveland uh pricing is always softer on FanDuel so I want to get up to Lamar if I can, but he's definitely not a priority by any means. Like when we get to these other positions, it's still only Tuesday at the end of the day, of course, injuries pop up, but I don't see myself prioritizing any quarterback as of now on Tuesday. There is Lamar at 8-8 though. If you somehow need the 300, can't get him, probably would be perfectly fine with Mahomes at 8-5. Um, then there's Justin Herbert at 8-1. Uh, if he gets Keenan back, the highest total on the slate, I think he's fine. We know what jo Justin Herbert can do. Feels pretty safe in that spot against Seattle, who totally is fine, or who we like to pick on. Um, a couple other options, if you go down lower, Tom Brady. I mean, they're still implied for 25 points. They have not looked great at all. This Carolina team's a complete disaster, though. 7.4K on a quarterback slate that's pretty tough. I'm good with Tom Brady. Um, Rodgers, man, he just looks so bad at 7-1. I, I definitely want the 300 to Brady. Maybe I'd even take the 300 cheaper at Geno Smith. He looks like the cheapest I'd go. Again, on the other side of that game with the highest implied total on the slate, coming off a bad game, but before last week, uh, man, I mean, Geno has been so good. He does have some rushing upside. Um, his passing or his air yards downfield, like air yards per throw or whatever the advanced stat of that is, he's getting the ball downfield or he was before last week, which is good to see at 6.8K too. So unlike every other week it's been, we're just jam pay up at quarterback, figure out the rest. I, if I have Geno Smith on cash games that come Sunday on FanDuel at 6-8, I wouldn't be surprised at all. So I think there's many tiers you can go to. Uh, Lamar would be my favorite up top. Mahomes or Herbert, if you don't have the money, Tom Brady in that mid-tier mainly, and Geno Smith down below is how I see it right now. That is a good price tag, 6.8K, a guy that does have some, some rushing upsides. Probably been, in terms of expectation coming into the season, the most impressive quarterback, I'd say, in, in the NFL. He's looked really good. Seattle's been um, – better than people thought uh, as well. So I, I do like that call under 7K, great price tag for him. Um, last week at running back, I mean, we had so many standout plays. I mean, just so many slam dunk, easy, jam them in type plays. Those plays, I, I don't think, are as prevalent uh, this week. I mean, just looking at pricing, I think one guy that's going to get a ton of love, and, and rightfully so, is Josh Jacobs. I mean, he's been uh, phenomenal. I mean, was the, the key piece to, to winning the Millie for me. Price is still cheap, 6.5K. 
on DraftKings, that that definitely stands out right out of the gate. I have to imagine, unless we get some sort of massive injury this week, that he's going to be uh, the most popular play at the position. Um, Mangone, give me your thoughts on, on Jacobs and then anything else that kind of stands out uh, on DraftKings. Yeah, uh, obviously running back has not been a spot that we've loved going up for. Like, do I want to go up to a McCaffrey? Uh, Eckler at 8-3. Man, if you tell me I'm getting the dump-offs all game, maybe I would go up to him just because, I mean, he's been absolutely phenomenal for them, and he could score a ton. So, I don't know. It, it could be a week to go up and grab Austin Eckler. I, and he could be better than McCaffrey right now, DFS-wise. Uh, so, I think yeah. Eckler definitely in the conversation. Um, let me see. Uh, I think Derrick Henry at 8-2. One thing I struggle with Derrick Henry a lot is at 8.2K, like, he's not as involved as much in, like, the past games I would want him to be. And, like, I just don't like using my money and allocating it there. So, that's always one of those big debates that we always have. Yeah, it's a big game against the Colts, but don't think I need to go there. A guy that's been great this year is Nick Chubb at 8K. But again, I don't see myself spending that money up top. And a lot of these guys are priced up. Barkley, Fournette, Aaron Jones. I mean, there's a lot of guys above 7K. Then we get to your boy Josh Jacobs at 6'5", which he's definitely interesting here in this spot. Um, they've been using him a ton. Um, that game was, uh, what's was that a Thursday game? What, what was it? Or they had a bye week, right? And it was a Monday night football. That's why it feels like it was so soon. So yeah. um, we get him off the bye, which is probably really nice. Get him in the dome, which I like, like when I get my players to be able to play in the dome. So 6'5 for Jacobs, definitely really enticing for me at that price. Um, Brees Hall is another guy that I really like. Um, he's playing in Denver though, which like Denver, you know, it's got, got the altitude. And then on top of that, it's, on the road. So like running backs simply on the road are not as appealing. And the way that Denver defense has been, I mean, I don't know. It's they, they have been solid this year. Yeah. They just gave a lot to Eckler, but it's because Eckler just kind of like, you know, they had to get to go to him because there's no one else to go to. So Brees Hall at six, two, he's someone that I really like. And I've been playing a lot of lately. Who knows? Maybe I won't get there as much this week, but I'll consider it at that price tag. Um, Zeke Elliott against the lions. It is weird to see Zeke, uh, as someone to maybe consider just because the Lions D is bad, right? Like if I told you Zeke was going against the Lions D or going against Seattle D, you would say it's in play, right? I mean, it's not crazy. Uh, I wish it was cheaper though. 6K just might be a little too much. Uh, that might be the problem there. Especially when you can go to a guy like Kenneth Walker. Uh, he's 5.8K. Uh, Chargers, not a team we're trying to attack with the run game. But if it's Kenneth Walker's backfield for the most part at 5.8K, and with how good he's looked, I know he like kind of had a ton of missed tackles last week, which that's always an encouraging stat for these young running backs. Um, five eight for Kenneth Walker. It, it's a price tag to still consider, but we are starting to get to that point where a lot of those running backs that we were trying to play are getting priced up a bit. We also got Robinson Jr., one of those young players. Um, he's at five five, and he was supposed to be the starter going into the year. Now he gets a matchup against the Packers. Um, Packers defense. I'm not scared of their run game, so. I think Robinson Jr. could be a, an option that maybe gets a little overlooked. And the guy had a lot of carries last week. I mean, 17 attempts, that's pretty solid, uh, especially against that, that Bears team where I believe they were, I can't remember who was trailing or not. It was an awful game overall. So I don't think anyone was really trailing. Just no one was winning. Uh, but overall, 17 attempts. And now he gets to go up against Green Bay. Uh, second week as a starter at home. I don't know. I think that's an interesting price tag that we should kind of consider here. Um I don't know. It, it, it is getting rough. All these guys that we really liked in this like cheaper range of like the low five K's, like we've kind of lost them. Like they're not there anymore. So, and the problem with it though, is these like higher end guys, like above seven K and eight K they're pricey too. So it's like, I don't know, maybe we just have to accept that these like more expensive running backs are uh, like, yes, the guys that we play at five K, we just might have to play them more at the, uh, 
6K range and not go up to those higher guys at like 8K and kind of call it a day because it's definitely rough. Obviously, it's early in the week and we are going to get injury news that flies in. Like, for instance, I see Dobbins is questionable. Let's say Dobbins doesn't play. Would Kenyon Drake come into play against the Browns at 5-1? Yeah, he would. So maybe something opens up. But right now, I don't see like these like amazing running back options for cheap that we've liked for the past six weeks. Yeah, way different than this past week. I mean, last week we just had so many, so many guys to choose from in really good spots. You know, injury situations popped up and gave us five or six like elite value plays. Not there this week could change, obviously. It's not going to change the, the degree of last week, but could potentially change. Heading over to FanDuel, a couple price points that stand out to me. Joe Mixon, 7.4K at home, favored by basically a touchdown. That stands out. And then Aaron Jones, 6.8K, that also stands out to me. But overall, FanDuel, they got these guys up there. Jacobs, 8.6K. Fournette, 8.4K. Austin Eckler, all the way up to 9.5K. Derrick Henry, 9.2K. So the, the guys that are projected for the most fantasy points are way up there. The two that stand out price-wise to me would be uh, Mixon and Aaron Jones. Uh, what do you see in title? Everything you just said is exactly what I saw. I mean, pricing is tough on FanDuel, it looks like. I think ownership looks like to be pretty spread out, but the two that did stand out, Joe Mixon at 7-4 just seems way too cheap against Atlanta. I mean, the price is rightfully so. I mean, the Bengals have not established anything on the ground so far, but he's going to touch the ball. He can catch passes out of the backfield in this offense, 7.4K. When you talk about, I mean, Brees Hall is 7.6K. You look at Zeke, 6.9K. If Dobbins is out, Kenyon Drake, 6.6K, the same price as J.K. Dobbins. Like everything Fandle did, they an injury happens, they already priced the backup up for somebody that is questionable, where you can't really get to them is what it seems like. Like Austin Eckler, 9.5K. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pricing's yeah. tough. I mean, this the whole Denver situation with Melvin Gordon, Latavius Murray looked good yesterday. He's 6K. Like, man, I was looking like maybe a 5.3K Latavius Murray with no value. We don't even get that at the end of the day. So, man, it looks tough for sure. Jones and, and Nixon stand out the most. Leonard Fournette at 8.4K. I mean, you what? Saquon 9.3, Austin Eckler 9.5, McCaffrey 8.7. You still do get that discount to Fournette. They are big favorites. Um, you expect Tampa to get some something going up or favor by what 10 against this Carolina team. So he'd probably be my favorite spend up at 8.4, but I don't love that. Um, Kenneth Walker at 7.3. Man, that's kind of expensive, but 7.3 out of yeah. all the other prices that I'm talking about it makes some sense a little bit. It's a tough week at running back, it looks like. Monitor the Jonathan Taylor and uh, Naheem Hines situation. They're both questionable going into last week, so I assume at least one of them will play, that we don't get the Deion Jackson stuff. But if both of them miss, Deion Jackson at 6'4", uh, I would have interest in, even though I don't expect it. But yeah, outside of Nixon, Aaron Jones, maybe A.J. Dillon at 5'7", but his snap share has been down, and you don't love playing Dillon and Jones. I think mean, cash games you can. Um, tournaments I definitely wouldn't, but – He's another one at 5'7", a cheap price tag against Washington. 
Heineke is starting, not Wentz. Packers should. It's a great bounce back for them. So they should establish something on the ground. But, man, um, looks like a fun week for FanDuel Cash. That's for sure. DK as yeah. well. It's not like last week with some free squares. Yep, yep. Definitely going to be more challenging, especially on FanDuel, to build uh, to build teams. Uh, wide receivers, another interesting position. I mean, a lot of the, the top wide receivers in the league off the slate um, were missing – Stefan Diggs and obviously Gabe Davis, who's been playing really well. We're missing Cooper Cup. Uh, we're missing Justin Jefferson. We're missing A.J. Brown. Um, these are some of the top wide receivers in the league. So it doesn't leave us a ton uh, on DraftKings. The first thing that stands out is Tyler Lockett is still in the mid fives for some reason. I mean, I know he came off a, a shitty game last week, but just still too cheap for him. And then Devontae Adams is the guy that everyone's going to go to if they're spending. Um, so on DraftKings, those are the first two things that that stand out at the position. Mangone, uh, what are you seeing over there? Yeah, uh, do you think it's a good spot for Devontae Adams at 8-7? The only thing I do get a little worried about, and we saw it against the Chiefs, right? Like when I when the Vegas got up, like they just like stopped going to Adams, which was like stupid. Um, so that's kind of frustrating at times, but Adams definitely in play. Uh, I, I don't know, I might lean like liking Jamar Chase a little more. The only problem with him too is like man, they struggle to sometimes get him the ball. Like, just throw him a screen and let him do his thing. That can be frustrating with him. Uh, Devo Samuel, he always feels like more of a fan to play just because he can be used more as a running back at times, and the touchdown equity is more important. Uh, Michael Pittman at 7-4 against Tennessee. I mean, Pittman's interesting, but I don't know. I'm not, like, dying to, like, get equity in Matt Ryan in that Colts offense. That's the one thing I worry about at 7.4K price tag. Mike Williams at 7-2. If Keenan Allen's out, you'll have to think about it for sure. Um, we were playing St. Brown a ton. Is this a spot to play St. Brown against Dallas? The problem with Dallas is like, man, that defense is just really good to get out of the quarterback. And that could be a problem for, uh, you know, this, this Lions offense a bit. So that's something we're going to have to think about when kind of making that decision this week. Uh, Mike Evans, uh, he's going to get against Carolina. He has that go-to uh, for the Bucks, but I don't know. Spending 6-9 doesn't feel like a cash game play. It feels like more like a tournament guy that could be a little bit lower owned. So, yeah, I mean, just talking about these top-end guys, there's no clear slam dunk. I mean, it's just there's there's good options, but there's no guys that you're just like, yeah, Stefan Diggs, I want to get him in my lineup like last week. He seemed like kind of one of those slam dunk plays that you wanted to get to. Um, when you get in the 6K range, it's all those good options that obviously have some upside. Like CeeDee Lamb at 6'8 could be a really interesting one. We like attacking that Lions defense. Dak is, I think, going to be back this week. Get this game in a dome as well. So I do think it's a pretty interesting spot for CeeDee Lamb. We could see him getting priced up to that 7'2", 7'3" range so i do think cd lamb is gonna be one that i look to go to in this matchup uh if i like jamar chase i should like t higgins a little bit at six four i think he's gonna be an interesting play uh dk metcalf at six six he was quite frustrating last week but yeah i think you could go back to the well on on guys like that um i know people like godwin i'm a little more nervous about godwin just because if i want it to be a game that i know is gonna be really competitive if i look to play him so i'm not dying to get to godwin this week um there are some cheaper options we could look at, like Brandon Cooks at 6K. Always in play for me because they're always in a trailing script. He's the wide receiver one, gets a ton of looks, so I think he's in the conversation. Christian Kirk at 5'9". Uh, they're getting him pretty involved, and he's running that slot, so I think he's good. Tyler Lockett still only at 5'8". Still think he's definitely in the conversation this week. Um, Drake London against Cincinnati at 5'4". That price tag has gone down. If you talk to a lot of people, they would have told you early, like week two, week three, this dude's price is going to go up. Feels like we have a bit of a discount in this matchup. I think Drake London at 5-4 is definitely someone we want to look to. So definitely interested in him. Um, let's see. Uh, Curtis Samuel, I, I normally like. 5-3 is not a bad tag, but um, don't know what I want to do with him. 
And as we get cheaper, it does get a little rougher for sure. Yeah, you got Josh Palmer at 5K. Well, I always like him in that spot. Your boy Hunter Renfro's there. Um, DJ Moore at 4-9 is probably a guy to mention. Matchup's tough against Tampa Bay, but no Robbie Anderson. Robbie is now over on the uh, uh, Cardinals. So uh, DJ Moore is going to have a lot of opportunities for himself. And then when you get in this 4K range, it's like the same every week. Like there's guys there, but like, is there anyone you're dying to play? That's kind of the problem here. Like 4-4, Zay Jones, we've been playing him around this price. He's been interesting, but... I'm just not dying to play a lot of these 4K options uh, where it just seems like what we have to do is we have to kind of go up into this like five and 6K range for a lot of our upside receivers. Yeah, and when, when you go over to FanDuel and take a look at, at their pricing and, and the plays, a lot of the same. I mean, you know, Lockett's a little more expensive. De, uh, Devontae Adams is a guy people will pay out for at 8.6. Just nothing really standing out all that much to me. Uh, you know, a, as it stands right now, things could obviously change, but I think the guys are similarly priced. And um, again, just the same overall mindset where I'm just not seeing like a standout slam dunk type play uh, title. What are your initial thoughts here at uh, wide receiver on FanDuel? Yeah, I'm with you. And I think a lot of that has to do with the previous weeks. We just knew it was either Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts, which means you're paying up at quarterback, which means you don't have the salary to pay up at all these positions, which just left you in a certain range at these other positions, which made it easier. And guys like Debo were 7-2, where he's now 7-7 and little stuff like that. But man, I mean, tournaments, it's always easy. You pick your the stack you like, you play the two receivers with it, you run it back. Like you make it very simple in tournaments, even when you don't have Allen Hurts and all that. Cash game is a little more difficult. The prices, um, I look at the Seattle and Los and the Chargers game, the highest total on the slate. Mike Williams is 7.8K. It's expensive. It's very uncomfortable. It'd be a lot more uncomfortable if Keenan Dumps does come back. But if he doesn't come back, I'm good with 7.8, getting exposure to the highest total there. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, like you said, 6.9 and 6.8. Um, I'm good with both of them. Uh, probably lean DK a little bit on FanDuel. But no strong lean there. I just think a little more touch on upside maybe, whereas Lockett fits DK scoring a little better. Debo, 7.7K. Um, man, he's been a little disappointing. He's gotten there in the past couple of games. But 7-7, seven, seven, I don't love this offense. He gets the Chiefs, though, should be trailing. I think he's fine in cash games. Cortland Sutton at 7K, clear wide, wide receiver one, excuse me, for Russell Wilson. But, man, the Jets, these look pretty good. Russell Wilson's looked awful. Do I want to pay 7K for Sutton? That's just kind of the week we're at. Godwin at 7K as well. Mangone doesn't like it too much. I still think Tampa, they're they're, fa they're uh, favored by 10, uh, applied for about 25. I think Godwin at 7K, Evans at 7.6, fine. But again, none of these are really getting me too excited. Drake London at 6K looks like a great price tag, but he's just been so bad. He has to be in cash consideration. Uh, man, Romeo Dubs at 5'8". Um, I was on him last week. He didn't do great. Uh, I think that's a fine spot to go back to him for value. DJ Moore at 5'5". Absolutely broke my heart last week. The offense is just so bad. I mean, do we 5'5", DJ Moore, you see it, you get excited, but do we really want that? <laughs> Nothing's really standing out. Scantling, 5'6". He put up a goose egg. Juju was the one last week. So I, I don't really know, to be honest. Um, Seattle guys, Mike Williams if Keenan's out. London dubs uh, this position's tough I, I'm very very yeah. excited to come Friday to see injury news and stuff definitely check yeah. the cast chart and all that stuff the cast show because I don't really have a good uh, grasp grasp on this slate uh, on Tuesday right now 
No, I mean, it's uh, the position, especially the wide receiver. It just seems wide open. But I mean, the one thing, you know, if people are spending up, they're going to go to Devontae Adams in this in this spot. So that is one thing I think that's pretty darn clear on on both sites. Can you get up to a you know expensive wide receiver on the slate? It's yet to be told. We'll see. I mean, it's only Tuesday and, um, you know, we'll, we'll be breaking it all down all week. Uh, tight end position, uh, it's looking like Mark Andrews and a bunch of similar plays when I first pulled this up. Um, Andrews has just been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, just uh, in a class of his own, obviously, Kelsey as well. Kelsey's a little more expensive on DraftKings, $600 difference. You know, I'd be definitely looking to get exposure to both of those guys. Then there's a bunch of 4K guys that I think are in play. Our guy Pitts finally found the end zone. Uh, Hawkinson, uh, Gerald Everett, um, just a lot of similar similar plays. But yeah, I think if people are spending, they go to Andrews this week. Mangone, what are you seeing at tight end? Yeah, I mean, Andrews is 7-4 and Kelsey, 8K, both good options. Uh, I'm definitely looking to play them this week. Um, you got, I mean, we have the, I think we have the salary to do it this week, right? Because we don't have like the Justin Jefferson's to go up for like just these slam dunk receivers. We have good ones. We have ones that I want to get up to and I'll play, but, um, I think we have the ability to go grab one of these guys. If you want to, um, Darren Waller at five, four, I'm not dying to play uh, George Kittle five, three. He's kind of interesting because they're going to be trailing most of the game, right? That's when I like to play George Kittle. When I know they're in a situation where they're going to be losing, if they're playing Kansas city, that's a game that they're probably losing a lot of the game, or it's going to be at least competitive enough where George Kittle needs to be involved. Like if George Kittle goes for two and 17, do we see the Niners winning this game? I, I sure don't. So I think George Kittle's going to need to be involved five, three. I like him a little bit. Um, Hawkinson. I'm not like dying to get to with all these guys back now. I think he's kind of priced up a bit. Kyle Pitts. Uh, he's always in that conversation. He's only four or three. Um, I don't know. It's like Kyle Pitts has just been a little disappointing. Yeah. He scored a touchdown last week, but Still not completely buying, jumping on him yet. So, uh, no, no, maybe I'll get talked into towards the end of the week. I am a big Njoku guy. I've liked him a ton at 4.2K. Uh, I think he's going to be an interesting option. Uh, when you get cheaper, though, like Hayden Hurst at 3.5 is someone that I have liked a lot. Um, I think it's a good spot for him. Uh, so I'm kind of interested in Hayden Hurst at uh, that 3.5K range. Uh, I'm, I'm considering him as one of those cheap guys you can go down to. Um, and then of course there's always, you know, some of these guys in like the two five range, like someone always pops up as an interesting option. It's just like, if that fits your construction, great. Just to understand what the opportunity cost is. There's always opportunity cost when you kind of play, uh, this game and some weeks is bigger than others. Uh, I do think quarterback this week, if you punt down the position, I don't know, there there might be some opportunity costs just because of how rough those positions, those players are down there compared to the guys up top. There just might be too big of a gap there. So, um, could be the case here. Uh, but I think at tight end specifically, it's great to go grab Kelsey and Andrews, but we do have some pretty interesting options in the mid tier that I can get behind. Yeah. Uh, over on FanDuel, man, they did, they really did a good job with pricing this week. I'm very interested to see how it all shakes out in terms of ownership, because if you want to go to Mark Andrews, 8.5K. I mean, 8.5K, that is, what's Devontae Adams? Um, basically the same as Adams. 8.6 eight, six, for Adams. Yeah, 8.5 for Andrews. Kelsey coming in at 8-3, and even some of these cheaper guys are 6K and above. Waller, 6K. Hawkinson, 6-2. Pitts, even 5.9K. He's been a a disaster. Um, It's going to be a tough week on FanDuel to build comfortable rosters, which makes it fun for DFS. Uh, Hayden Hurst is 4.9K. I think that's somewhat interesting, definitely on the slate, where, uh, you know, as of Tuesday, it looks like we're going to need to find some value somewhere. Uh, Maybe it's with him. Um, but overall tough pricing all around, even at the tight end position, what do you see in title? 
Yeah, it's going to be a great slate. I'm getting excited for it already on Tuesday because it's, it's not there's no free squares. I mean, last week we had a, four running backs in play, two quarterbacks in play. You just knew where the, the ownership was going to go. Um, if I can get Andrews, I I played him last week on both sides. If I can get him perfect, he's just been so good this year. He's actually more expensive than Kelsey by 200 on FanDuel. I still prefer Adam or still prefer Andrews. It would be fine with Kelsey too. We're talking value. I was struggling too, but I think Eric Campbell and chat um, has the answer. If Russ is active, we go back to Greg Dolchich yesterday. 4K yeah. min price on FanDuel. 4K, yeah. 2-5. Min price on DK. So yeah. I think that's the value guy that we're talking about. Um, if uh, Russ is playing, if everything's good to go there, you get Andrews up top, you can't get him. You get Dolchish all the way down. Others like Kyle Pitts, like you said, mid tier five, nine, right between them on FanDuel would be fine with them. Kittle at six, six feels a little expensive. I try and find Andrews, but yeah, I think uh, Campbell, Eric Campbell in chat, Dolchich, why, yeah. why not? Yeah. Shout out to our guy, Seadome. Um, uh, who, who talked about it on the, the NFL show yesterday, the showdown show. He's kind of, you know, the first one to bring bring this guy up, and boom, what, 39-yard uh, touchdown. Chris Randone called that right on that show. So shout-out to him. Um, I know a lot of RPS members were all, were all over him. Um, but, yeah, 2.5K on DK, and his role is only going to increase. You know, his role is only going to increase. They drafted him, what, in the third round, right? He's like a third Something, round draft. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so Albert like, O, healthy scratch. Like, he's yeah. the guy for sure. Yeah, so he's going to be their guy moving forward. I mean, they had a man going. I liked your tweet last night, pick your fighter, because they had all those dudes just chilling on the sideline all their time. <laughs> yeah. It was it was and incredible. The guy, my, my the guy I played didn't even get in, I don't think. Saubert or whatever. I think yeah. He touched the field. <laughs> I was yeah, on my, too. my one friend texted me. He's like, which one's our guy? He's like, I'm, he's like, I'm like, which one is it? I'm like probably like 10 Fabio. seconds away. And I was like, what's this guy talking about? Like, and then I like get it pans over and I was like, I got to take a picture of this. This is too good. It was so yeah. cool. His DK picture is just awesome. He's just got the flowing hair. He's got a stash. I believe Yeah, I think he had a stash, right? I, I think he does. Yeah. I know Tomlinson was... one at one of their four tight five tight ends. Something did <laughs> Tomlinson. Yeah. He's got, he's got the little, too. uh, yeah. Crumb catcher push stash. And then, uh, He's got this the curly flowing hair. So he was our hero last night. Yeah, Vincent. Mean, but, yeah, Vincent wants us to talk about D Hop. I mean, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is back this week. Yeah. Hollywood Brown out for six weeks. Robbie Anderson in the situation, but um, I mean, they're not even on the slate for for the main slate. So that's what yeah, they're means. they're in. Oh yeah, what, they are in the time. Main. Yeah, they're no, they're prime. No, they're prime time, the right? Yeah, against yeah, the, the Saints. The Saints are this week against Thurs- the, uh, Thursday night. Thursday, yeah, yeah, Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah, we'll, we'll so. have all the content for the showdown stuff. Obviously, Thursday we'll have all, all our normal content. But the same problem there, um, Kyler Murray fucking sucks at uh, being a quarterback in the NFL. So that's the one thing that uh, is going to hold back a guy like Hopkins. Bottom yeah, five, yeah, you guys you guys joining me yet or no? I mean, bottom yeah. five. I mean, you're, you're what you're saying is making is definitely making sense. closer, but, right? There's also, yeah, I mean, there's also like a Baker Mayfield, PJ Walker. Well, he's gone now. Well, PJ Walker, then you got to throw him in the boat. There's Brissett. There, I mean, Russell will. There's been a lot of bad quarterback play, but Kyler there, Murray's there, definitely there. I mean, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks. One thing I'll say about the Kyler thing, like I, uh, I, I, the matchup for him to get it done was definitely Seattle. He definitely, I mean, DFS wise, at least he got the rushing yards. The dude, yeah, he ran for a hundred yards he, for sure. He ran for a hundred, which saved mm-hmm. it. But, um. I, yeah, I, I part of me wants to say because I watched all that game. I mean, I watched to literally the final, the zeros hit. Big T and them wanted to change the channel. I said, "No, we're rooting at home till the end." And uh, 
there were some drop passes by the other guys, but man, he missed some too that he just has to hit. Yeah. So um, it's it, it's rough for Kyler. Uh, they play Seattle in three weeks. I'm very interested in seeing what everyone does in three weeks. Like, cause I remember that well, during the game, they pulled up the schedule and they're like, Oh, these teams play in a couple weeks or so. And like, yeah. I'm very curious to see if no one goes back to it. Cause it, it, it could be one of those spots where out of nowhere, then he drops like 30 and we're all just kicking ourselves and tilted. Cause we all had him that week before, uh, after. Do it for Robbie, my best ball teams, Robbie, Robbie, if finally Robbie, get, get him, get, get him it, the football. Yeah. How great would that be if Throbby Robbie brought Kyler Murray back to life? Yes. How, how fitting would that be? Please. Um, oh, I haven't even mentioned it, but please, please, please do us that favor. Hit the like button and also hit the subscribe button. It helps us to continue to bring you guys these free videos on a weekly, daily basis. So please, on your way out, hit the like button and subscribe. Uh, Mangone, any final thoughts uh, on uh, anything pertaining to week seven or I guess anything else before we get on out of here? No, I mean, it was a quicker show, but uh, these shows are going to probably start getting quicker with the bye weeks, I'll say. Um, it's just that's how it's going to go because there's just less options to talk about. Um, on top of that, like we've kind of lost the, uh, you know, we lost a lot of the good plays this yeah. week. Uh, it's just simple. So uh, should be a fun week. Uh, we got NBA here though, which I'm pumped about. Uh, come hang out at two o'clock. I'll be here with spread and Tyler. We'll be breaking it all down for you guys. We're talking DFS talking bets as well. So uh, that's a daily rundown. Uh, can't wait to do that. And, uh, man, can't wait to just like, uh, hang out tonight and watch some NBA should be a good day. Yeah. Those guys, Tyler spread do a phenomenal job every day, breaking down the, the, the NBA slate from not only betting perspective, but also fantasy. We have fantasy contributors that hop on and and those guys know NBA in, in and out. I mean, for sure. So definitely tune into that. I believe it. it's it, last year. It was on the bets channel. I'm assuming, I think it's switching over to the run pure channel. Is that correct? Mango? And I think, I think it that, is. Cause yeah, our, our Monday show I'm on with the bet side, we do it on the run pure sports side as well. So I believe it's the same. Yeah. It's on, it's yeah. going to be on the run pure channel uh, yeah. every so right day. Here. Two, I think it's two o'clock every day. It should be the okay. same time for the most part. Maybe it changes to like. Two I think it might change certain days. Just check the schedule on the site. Yeah, but it'll be on yeah. this channel. So right here, Run Pure Sports uh, YouTube channel, free video every day. You know, great, uh, great breakdown those guys do, and our NBA contributors uh, as well. Tyler was nailing those uh, single game parlays. I mean, on quite a few occasions last season. So that's definitely something to to keep an eye on. Um, as the season goes, he, he really digs deep into finding the props and whatnot. So it's awesome to see a uh, title. Any, uh, any thoughts before we get on, on the year? No, NBA season back best time of the year. Football still going. I mean, it's flying by for sure. Next thing you know, it will be week 13. Oh, it's going to be a real sad day, but take every week. Enjoy it. Thursday night football, MMA, um, NASCAR, uh, golf. I, I think golf probably into what a little break for golf right now until is it January or something? It was last week? Uh, last week, they're actually there pretty, there's actually a pretty good event this week. It's the CJ yeah, Cup, like Rory's or this or this last week. Too. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, last week's was okay. This week's even better. Rory, Rom, um, Justin Thomas, Scotty Shuffler all playing. No cutting golf still it's going in, too. I mean, a bunch of yeah. stuff going on right now. So if you if you like money, I mean DFS wise, this is the time to make the money. Q Q four Q one is what I always say. Summers in baseball and all that, MMA, golf, it, it's fun. But I mean NFL, yeah. NBA, this is where the big prize pools are at. Five dollars only on both sites today. Two hundred k up top. I mean usually it's fifteen twenty dollars. So I'll be in the yeah. streets where I'm usually not MMEing. Good time. I mean throw ten lineups in there. Throw five lineups in there. I see people getting free tickets in Discord from the reps or something going on. So. Um, yeah. yeah, great time. Two game slate. Hit the nuts today. 
Yep. Real quick, Mangone, uh, Vincent uh, Cano in the chat. Are there basketball shows too? Cash course. Can you give the people just a quick breakdown of what they can expect with the NBA product over at uh, Rumpier Sports? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff. I mean, we'll have shows. So like the rundown will be either two o'clock, I think, or one o'clock. Uh, yeah. I think it's mainly two o'clock most days. Uh, then you got 445, you have the NBA hardwood show. Uh, you got the uh, premium show that we'll have too for NBA. So you'll want to check that out. That'll always be good. Um, but then on the other stuff, yes, we will have a cash chart. Cash chart will be there for you guys. So be sure to check that out. Um, on top of the cash chart, what else will we have here? We'll have a playbook for you. Playbook that breaks down all the games, gives you all the breakdowns that you guys need. Um, on top of that, we'll have heat maps. Glock has a heat map for NBA. Uh, we got the uh, FanDuel one for Glock. AP's got the DK one. Uh, Big T, he'll have his player pool up for you. So be sure to check out his player pool. We'll have the core plays, projections. We got Sabersim if you need it. And uh, I'll be doing my, uh, you know, three max uh, single entry breakdown stuff, which, hey, uh, this, NBA is a great sport to do uh, single entry three max. Like we're we're, we're yeah. talking to our, our guy, Uncle T, me and JSU. We're talking to Uncle T and he goes, man, NBA gets tough sometimes, you know, because when you're out doing stuff, you know, watching watching the daughter's volleyball games or, you know, you, he's calling radio, right? He's like, it's tough for me to make changes. We said, Uncle T. That's why you do the little single entry contest, right? You can just make one team. That way it's not as much to manage. I, I think NBA is a great sport for single entry and three max. And yeah. I'll be kind of talking about that. I'll be giving a lot of like kind of cash plays, but also how to make it different and give a little breakdown. I have the guards, the centers, the forwards, and uh, playbook has all the breakdowns of each game individually. I mean, we have every kind of breakdown that you want, any kind of player pool that you want for any kind of contest. So be sure to check it all out at Rumpure Sports. Yeah, I mean, great breakdown there. I mean, it's been, I mean, we, we I guess we've had a ton of success in basically every single sport, but our NBA team, I, I can confidently say, is second to none in the industry. And, you know, the one thing we always talk about, it's not only us talking and giving plays, we're putting substantial amounts of dollars behind these plays. So it's not like we're just saying, hey, play these guys because we think they're good plays based on the numbers and, you know, have fun with it. Our coordinators are also playing some of the higher volume in the industry as well so you know we're not just giving you bullshit we're giving you plays that we are actually putting our hard-earned money behind so come and check us out it all starts tonight for for the nba huge tonight has big contest tomorrow i look there's a huge contest the first full slate uh, of the season so tonight's a nice little warm-up to the first big slate uh tomorrow night so come on over check us out that is going to do it though for us here on the first look we'll be back next week for the week eight first look Talk to you guys later. Simon, get us out of here.